Hello and welcome to the Divorce Dads Podcast. My name is John Hastings and I help dads recover, refocus and rebuild their lives pre and post divorce. And today we're talking about coping with not seeing your children as much. So I'm not sure what your access arrangements are with your children. You might be lucky, you might get the 50-50 or maybe your work commitments mean that you can't see your kids as much and it ends up being every other weekend which is like twice a month or it might be completely varied there's there's many different circumstances but for many dads it gets to the point where they're not seeing their kids that much really maybe once uh, twice a week max or maybe every other weekend depending on uh, the locations of where your ex-wife moves to, where you move to, and your commitments around your work and things like that. So dealing with this, coping with this, because this for me, I think, was the most difficult part of the divorce process. My daughter at the time, uh, when we got separated, was six years old. And you know, I would spend my whole life with her obviously every single day what the bedtime stories taking her to school uh, I was flexible around my work so I'd pick her up from school every day and uh, or nursery and things like that and the bond was extremely close so yeah even just thinking about it now it's and this is seven years on uh not easy. I'm not going to lie to you guys and say this is something you get over and you'll be fine and stuff like that. No, this is this is a trauma without a doubt. And it's completely unnatural. You know, it would never really happen in the wild. It just a man wouldn't allow this to happen. But circumstances are with laws and everything that goes along with that. That us as humans, this is how we've designed our society. And this is part and parcel of this separation process sometimes. And it's definitely not an easy one at all. So at the beginning, access was very difficult for me personally. So I can completely resonate with the guys where access is tricky. And you feel like you haven't really got any power. You you know, everything seems to be out of your hands or more in the in the woman's hands and yeah this your own your own flesh your blood your life really that you you put into these children is um pretty much yeah you're not in control of and that feels as a man feels extremely uncomfortable you know your your nature is to to protect to to be there to be the dad and all of a sudden you're yeah you you feel like potentially a bit of a bystander to the situation and things are happening and and you haven't got really you you do have rights you do have rights and you have to go through the the process of of doing what you need to do but it can be very challenging very challenging so in the early period for me uh we was living in close close proximity to each other which was 
which is great. You know, if you can do that, and I've seen the uh, couples that I've worked with as well, people that have um, had very amicable splits, they've helped each other like buy a house, they've built, um, bought houses that are close to each other, they've done 50-50 access, you know, it's all about the, the, the little one, the kids, and it's super amicable. And I look at that and it's like, oh, wow. But I, I think they looked pretty much at my case and thought, oh my God, this my was definitely more challenging. So at the beginning, I was, you know, doing lots of pickups from school still and every other weekend. But and then it was about a year after, I think maybe my daughter was seven or seven or eight. And yeah, they, my ex partner decided to move. To, I was living in the Midlands at the time and she said she wanted to move to London. And oh, wow. It, just to think like the divorce wasn't, wasn't bad enough. You think, you know, you, you try to get some stability back and all of a sudden there's, there's this thing about she wants to move. So how am I going to have the access with my daughter? How am I going to do it? What's going to happen? I'm not going to see her as much now. That's all of my weekdays that I was seeing her gone. You know, it's how am I going to get to London? How am I going to do this? And it's challenging, guys. So just, yeah, be aware that when you're going through this process and if if you're not uh, going for 50-50 access or or there's there's no arrangement set in place that, there are no rules. You can't stop people from moving. So people are just, you know, the other halves, the, your exes, they can just move. And you know, there was nothing I could do about it. It was like, deal with it. Literally, that's what it's like. Just deal with it. And mentally, you have to be very, I'm not saying you have to be like mentally strong because it's okay to feel weak. It's okay to feel down or sad and, about the situation, this normal. This isn't. It's, it's normal to feel like that because it's such an abnormal situation. But then I managed to uh, build a business around me being super flexible, and then I just used to travel. I traveled to London three times a week. I was going down. I just on the train, pick her up from school spend three, four hours in coffee shops in Canary Wharf, do a homework there, grab dinner. You know, this is my my baby, my my seven-year-old girl, you know. And, and then I would go back to uh, the Midlands. And I'd, uh, luckily, I could do that around work. I know for guys out there, not so lucky to be able to do that and they've got jobs that they have to be location based and things like that and yeah I, I knew I was just lucky with a certain contract that I have but that that really helped me but it take it took me a good maybe six to 12 months to get to that point and that was my focus really and it depends what what you what you want to do because I'm not saying that's the right thing that you should do, but I'm just, for me, I'm saying you never get time back. You know, you, your kid's only going to be a certain age. She's only going to be seven once. 
you know, and I don't regret doing that. And I was going to buy a property in the Midlands and I, I didn't at that point. And I had, I tried to buy one. It fell through. Luckily it went all the way through, you know, I lost a couple, few thousand pounds on it because the buyer pulled out right at the end. But luckily they, they did because I, I wanted then to have the flexibility to, to move. So eventually I did move to, to London and I moved like 10 minutes away from my daughter, which was great for a few years actually, which was great. Uh, have more access again, seeing her a lot more. And then, um, they moved back to the Midlands. <laughs> and I just thought at this point, I just thought I can't, you reach a point, you know, 12, 13 years old. And I just thought, oh man, I can't move again. I couldn't face going back again. And you make these decisions, but I think FaceTimes every day, stay in contact, stay in their lives. Um, if you're doing every other weekend, half of school holidays, just do it. I just, for me, I just do everything I can to spend as much time on my daughter as possible. And for you, you've got to find your own way, but just know that through the challenge that you can do it. It's, you know, through that adversity, it is possible. And I know that the situation's not normal and it is hurt. It's painful. It's going to hurt a lot. And I don't know if you ever really get over it, but you just learn to cope and it just becomes a new normal. And um, you can, and you really appreciate the time that you spend with, with them as well. It's a lot different than it was before. So yeah, look forward to that. And then uh, just yeah, keep positive, keep moving forwards. Uh, but just know that you're not alone in this process. So there we go. You take care, guys. And I will speak to you at the next episode. See ya.